Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. No, Tommy. No, you started. No, it's an hello for me. Here, Tommy, is this your little uh, travel kit with beside you? With this little black box about the size of a first aid box. Is that where you put your um, snoring stuff? Sleep apnea. Jesus Can Christ! Can I just above. say I'm slightly uh, put out by that? Yeah, stealing our information from our podcast and making newspaper articles about it. I just said to a fella, it's like trying to eat sandwiches in the dump. The fucking seagulls <laughs> flying around you. Hang on a second now. Go back. Right. Okay. He broke so the news all last over, week. All I didn't break the news. I just mentioned to you guys in the privacy of our podcast. Yeah, well, personal yeah, information. I, 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 and it, for the ears of our listeners. Uh, and next thing, I'm receiving text messages from Get Well Soon. Yeah, and oh, as if like, you know, um, Tiernan made the heroic claims. Like as if you're like... Was this in the newspapers? Yeah. I think what we need to do is get the names of the journalists whose... Uh, work ethic and talent are so miserably low <laughs> that they're forced to lift stuff from the podcast. From the podcast. Wait till they hear what's story. wrong with you this week. Why don't we give them Jesus. some fake my, news? My young fellow was in school and he went onto a computer to do some work and suggested stories was Tommy Tiernan's sleep. That is pathetic. So... Who are these journalists? Very little I say news. journalists now, inverted commas. Yeah, it's a loose term. I, I, well, I don't know what articles they were in. They were in everywhere. Sure, it's like, it's so lazy. If there's in one, then they'll just all take it. And then they had like quotes from you from the podcast as if you'd written the article. Like, this you know, is, as if you'd done an interview about it. It's bit, and it's uh, just so the people out there know. They don't do it because it's an interesting story. They do it because they can make money out of it because they yeah. do a click thing with somebody's name and hospital death, murder, yeah. uh, diet loss. Diagnosis, <laughs> you know, because then it, you know, they don't know exactly. Yeah, click and people in. click in and then th- those people do that so you, they'll make money from the advertising. So yeah. uh, it's a bit disappointing that that's the way the culture is going. But I'm going to start a name and shame. Oh, brilliant! So I'm going well, to get the names of these so-called journalists, and I'm going to uh, encourage people to uh, <laughs> visit them online and uh, <laughs> spam their boxes. Is that a spam their boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's one way of doing it. So we leave can... us alone. We we want to be able to chat freely. 
And the whole point of the podcast is that we don't feel as if we're being watched. We know we're being listened to. We're speaking to an audience. Here, 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 here. But we don't want to feel as if everything we say could be printed in a newspaper. So fucking cop on. Or maybe we should just tell lies from now on from the podcast. I was uh, I was walking into the pharmacy in Lacca the other day and a guy... Well, ran- you look different, Hector. You do look different. Yeah, so ha- hang on for a second, Tom, Hector, before you say that. I think you look fitter. Your face looks fitter. Thank you. Your face looks fitter. Face looks fitter. Yeah. I put on four, four or five kilos in the last six months. Is that good? Yes. It's all muscle, is it? Yes. Yes. It is, yes. Did you do it there? Yeah. Yes, he's looking at his cock. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see his that? Cock it's 85. I'm 85. I was always 82. I'm up 81. I'm up, up three or four, maybe sometimes five. But a guy recognised... it's all muscle? Yes. What did I go like that? What the fuck is wrong with you? Fucking, it was just and who a, enjoys your muscles? Did it give muscles? you a deeper set I just feel that, the beloved enjoyed the muscles. Like, well, strong shoulders, Tommy. Oh, yeah. Strong you shoulders. You can't go wrong. Oh, didn't Johnny Tarzan. Logan give you a hug recently? Say strong shoulders. No, no, Johnny Logan. <laughs> Bernard Brogan. Oh yeah, very, very, very little different. Sean Sherard. Sean Sherard. A uh, couple of dubs have said complimented me recently, but anyway, I was walking into the. I was Excuse me, are you a, for real? I met. You were just follow that up. No, I'm not letting that go. I met another. I'm not I met that another all star Dublin footballer player, ex Kilmacud player, walking into Stephen's Green shopping centre with the headphones on at lunchtime, and he spotted me, and he goes, "Hector, we're listening to. I'm listening to you on the pod." And he goes, you're looking fucking well. I says, ah, yeah. will you go away? You need your head examined. Will you stop talking, what the, How could I make this up? The side door of the Stevens Green, as you're coming across from Zara, right there. You're not supposed to. Side the gate. That's not good for your head, you know, to take those compliments no, on board. He was only just, but he was listening to our podcast. In terms of people giving you compliments. Very little. Very few people compliment <laughs> me. No, in ter- but in terms of that, like... Uh, for you, is a, an intercounty All Ireland winning yeah. footballer? Is that the pinnacle? Is that the for top? you, or would or, you say, or you know, a woman I'm, pinching me in the Ryanair queue, going, "You look like Rod Stewart." <laughs> you seem okay, to have these so, uh, uh, that, that's, chronological. The, the subtext of that was she was of an age. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid. Was she trying to lure? She was trying to make she go she a tribute. Oh, you're like a young Rod Stewart. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so funny. But she's selling flowers on Moore Street. <laughs> uh, no, compliments. You know. So who? So is is it like, or would you say, in terms of you know, other no. people, other people who host travel shows, say John Creedon, would he be? <laughs> yes, go on. Now, John Creedon. I haven't heard. <laughs> if he said, I to you fucking now. haven't heard a sneer like that. In about a year and a half on this fucking what podcast. What are you talking about? You fucking sneering bastard. You what brought, it up. You brought, you brought it up. up. You brought it up. You brought it up that some players. If you consider what John Creedon does to what I fucking Easy do, now. you sneering. The now. fucking sneer. Easy it's, now, Hector. You see, the sneer is always just one little fucking. It's always just an inch away. <laughs> just an inch away. <laughs> it's, it's just an inch away. So, but I'm, no, what I'm asking is that. Uh, retract that statement. Ref, 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 refute it. Um. Nationwide is also a show that we're the ground. Yeah. The country visit. No. So if Blonde, no. If Ear to the ground. If Blonde was in Ghana. No. If, um, if, in terms of people coming up to you, like you're, you're impressed. And you, I'm not impressed. No, I haven't finished the sentence. Go on. You're, you, you enjoyed the fact 
that an inter-county footballer would come up to you and, and give you no, a No, 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 no. Give you a hug. And, and say you've muscles. And, and say you've muscles. muscles. Remember, you're, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, you're, you're, you're twisting, the, you're twisting no. the original. Bernard Brogan yeah. said yeah. that. Yeah. I, met, I met Bernard Brogan a, a backstage at a, at a, at a, yes. at a gig. And he said you'd big muscles. And he, no, he didn't. He squeezed he didn't. you. He, he didn't. He didn't. He said you stopped buying big arms. No, you're not, Larita. You're making this up. I'm not making it up. You were the one that bloody told us. What, Bernard Brogan would come up to me and goes, you fine big arms, Hector. Yeah. Would you shut up? He came up Say. to me. We embraced with, like men in a nice hug, and he fucking felt it. And he goes, "Strong, Hector, strong." Now that's not that's not incredibly different. So, what I'm saying. No, exactly. you're saying I wasn't. I didn't ask for that. I didn't want no, him to say that. It happened compl- naturally. You're not you don't listening. ask for compliments. You're not listening. I'm saying that. I just so, so an intercounty footballer said that to you. An actual legend. Who was it? One of the greatest. Who was it that said it to you? Going into the Stephen Screen shopping no. centre. He didn't say who that was. Never mind that. This Go, is more interesting. Brogan said, Brogan's one of the greats. One he, of the greats. One of the greats. He's yeah, up there with Mikey Sheehy and the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his father. And the whole lot of the Brogan. his father again? Bernard and your man, the other Brogan that's on Dancing with the Stars. Who's the, that? The torso on him. You could torso him. The other bro- Brogan boy. No. You know the other, Alan Brogan's brother. Yeah, but they're, you want to see the body on him. That's that's uh, the most disturbing thing about that is that you know who's on Dancing with Stars. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and not alone that, also I'm, what their I'm torsos actually, like. I'm forced into it on a Sunday night. Oh. By who? I'm penalised heavily. I'm strapped in like Hannibal, Hannibal Lecter. She straps me in on the couch Ooh. and she goes, "Watch it!" I'm there now. Um, so, who else would coming up to you, giving you a compliment, would impress you? So would it be sports people? So, so the reason I was so there isn't anybody in the country in terms of television who does what you do. So it wouldn't be you know. So it would. It, I thought you were going you know to say mean? So there, there, there isn't. So um, although many many years ago, there's two people many many years ago. Derek Davis went around the country didn't in he? a boat. Yeah, uh, where in the world? Is no, uh, Moncon McGann. Many many years you, ago, used to do travels. You and um, guy called Dermot Summers. Yes, he used, used to, to do, do the mountains. Taurus Whale. Yeah. Um, so the, you know if if, but in terms of what you do for TV, there's, there's nobody else who does it really. But so who would you get a buzz like you get a buzz if Steve Davis or something like that? But I'm talking about who are the people that give you a buzz to be complimented by? Some old punter come up to you and said the podcast is going great or I love the TV show. You'd take that and, and it'd be fine. But you, but they're great ones. Yeah, they're, but they're you wouldn't nurture it and hold on to it and tell other people about it. No, because... So who are the people you would be impressed when a, by? Because when a man embraces you who has been a legend of a game and he knows then that you're... Are you laughing, Rita? That you're working on the body. <laughs> like when I when he embraces me... When you're me, working on the body? Yeah, because I'm working on the body every week. Are you week. not your personality than after that? <laughs> I'm working on the body every week. I'm a, I put a lot of, I'm putting a lot of work in. I was in the gym Thursday, Friday, Sunday... Uh, so I'm doing four to, four to five days a week. I've done three. Okay. That's only <laughs> half a week. I got a good start. I went to the gym Sunday night to get a good start. I want to know who the other footballer when was. When somebody embraces you who you know has been playing at hot top level. Hot top level. Top, a top level sport. Hot, you realise he just went strong, Hector. And I goes, yeah, doing a bit. That's all I need. That's all men said, need. We don't need a... He just said one word. Okay. He didn't yeah. make a sentence. Yeah, because he felt the shoulders, the power... He got round and he went strong, Hector. And I go, yeah, doing a bit. And that was fine. And that to me was just <laughs> enough. How long are you spending in the gym now when you go? An hour this and a half. Maybe. An, hour and a half. <laughs> an hour and a half. But I'm, I'm training with a new lad. I'm training with a lad from Longford. And, uh, so is he training with, is he giving you advice? I, I used to see him in the gym, this lad called uh, Cabs is his nickname. Does he drive a taxi? No, his nickname is Cabs. That's what I like call him. Like tractors. <clears throat> I just, I don't know why his nickname is Cabs, but that's what I call him. But he's from Longford, but he's pure... 
he loves the gym and he's been at it for a long time and we're tweaking little things and I'm Weights. On a, I'm on a bit of an adventure with him because he's shown me little tweaks that I'm getting a real kick out and the next day I'm in total tatters which is a lovely sensation lovely feeling it's getting stronger that's so the, the self compliment would be from him in the gym going stronger if I put an extra 10 kilos on what I'm doing or but Good people, man. but people coming up to me and saying, "So, would you ever, so it's who how we receive compliments how, is and who gives compliments." Yeah, so I would be say, for example, I, <laughs> I am. Does anyone ever give you compliments? Does anyone go You're, up to there's you? There's a sneer does here anyone today. Call up to you in the street and stop you and give you a hug, a man hug, and say, "God, tell me you're really working out in the gym there." What up if a lady comes up and say you're looking great? I. Just, d- d- don't take those things on board. That's not. That's their own business, not mine. Is is, when, you asked me when is the last time I was complimented on my body, <laughs> and why is that fucking hilarious? I'm to looking me? down yeah. at my body here, and I don't know. What I'm just like I'm wondering, like <laughs> I'm just wondering when people compliment you about, did, yeah. you know, when you were obsessed with the gym and stuff. Did they ever oh, compliment that, oh, that you? That phase. That phase. Did uh, they ever? Compliment? Well, I had to stop because I was. I. I, I had to stop. Oh, because oh, he had sleep apnea. No, I didn't because I was I was gone from my my sessions used to be Tuesday, Tommy, that's me Tuesday all Wednesday, over. Thursday, I do that as well. and my all of a sudden I wasn't available Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday mornings. But I, as I of from next week, I'm back into You're it. You're back at it. I'm back into it next week. Back at it. Um, so when do you get compliments? I get. I. Or what would, compliments do you like? Um, say often when I'm coming out of the shower, the the kids be all lined up, <laughs> and they'd start clapping. Daddy, you made because it he's walking on his own. Daddy, you did it. You Daddy, did it. Daddy's out of the shower. A few <laughs> steps, like, like fell in rehab, walked from the shower <laughs> to the bed. No, I get, I get spontaneous rounds of applause from people. I know. I get, I don't know. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I, the apple green. And it's mainly, it's mainly like I would. It's a very, it's an alarming thing that a man has to take responsibility for. For when women in their twenties, as he walks past, just have to put the shopping down and start clapping. Yeah. that is a tough in moment. Like a gala, or or drop something. the ice creams on the prom and just go wink at the name. Oh my god, it's difficult. It is difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. You know, I'm sure it must be very difficult for you. But you seem to be holding yeah, up well. Yeah, yeah, the pressure yeah. <laughs> seem to be doing a great job. What about compliments uh, just, for the females? It's fine. I don't. No, what everyone's about different. Do people, people like compliments, and other people aren't that fussed. On is them. an erection? Yeah, I wouldn't a be going around. To, um, it's a. It can be annoying at times. <laughs> <laughs> can be. Can be quite annoying. Um, the, but is it, a, com- it, is, but a it is a compliment for a woman if, if you have a full erection in front of you? I don't know. Is it? It's more. It says more about. The man himself than the. Well, well, well flip it. If he wasn't able to get well, the one looking it. at you. Oh yeah, well that well that probably be I think insulting. You, I think you can get a tablet for that. <laughs> That'd be insulting. Yes. What is I'm asking you, Larissa. I don't know. Like I don't understand I less, men's psyche. I don't understand. I know less about you so, so now you, after we two did. years of a podcast than I did before we started. Well that's you tell well, me. Well that's you know what, if it's anything that I have managed to achieve, that is It's I like trying to happy. talk with a fucking cubed mirror. Listen, I've a question for you. Oh great. So like <laughs> are you, you telling me that if you see somebody or you see somebody that you're attracted to, you get an erection automatically? Yes. As yeah. a man. Yes. Mm. So you're walking down the street. Yeah. And you you say, oh my God, she's really good looking. You get an erection. Yeah, it's like the way your nostrils flare when you smell something. Yeah. Pure, pure horn. That happens. Awful That fast. happens to you a lot. Yeah. Um, but, so you're telling me that's how quick you can get an erection by just looking at a woman walking yes. down the street. Well, then I would take it as a dis- 
I would take that as an as a slight on my personality if I wasn't to get. But I can't. I can't be getting the horn for you here, Larissa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean he. I mean like your beloved. Yeah, I'm saying if then if that's the case, if it's as easy. Oh, it's like a uh, it's like a weathercock. Ping, ping, ping. Yeah. Oh, ping, ping, pong. Yeah. Anyway, that's not that's that's. How did we I've, start I've, this conversation? We started about you getting a compliment on the street from Bernard. But Johnny no, Logan. from another lad. Yeah. But I, I let I let people I, decide who he was. Ex, but I don't. Ex Kilmacud, ex Dublin. How many All Irelands did he win? Multiple and how mul- many multiple? Multiple All Stars, multiple. And he just multiple said, as in eight. And love the podcast. Has he retired? He's retired. And he goes, love the podcast. Listen to you now, fucking freakish. And he goes, you're looking well. I said, thank you. And I think for men to say that to each other, Tom- I, I love the way you react. <clears throat> when Tommy's when Tommy's back in the gym next week, and he will be back into full gym mode. Week. I will be coming in, and I'll give him this. I'll give him the hug, and I'll go strong. Tommy, yeah, but do you strong. think what what I'll be say, what I'll be interested in is he he goes to the shop then next week, and he says, oh, you know what Hector told me that I was strong. That's what I find funny. What? I find funny. I find funny. No, I only brought it up in this podcast as a throwaway <laughs> comment. I find it funny when you're talking about compliments that but you the bring person it up. Who gave me a comment. Like you won't bring up all the compliments that you get, would you? No, I would not. But the person but who gave me a fair amount. But the person, who, the person who gave me a compliment was one of the legends. But who was he? Oh. Tell us who he was. Bernard Brogan. But no, the other fella that gave you the That wasn't compliment. much of a compliment. He just said, I love your podcast. He's listening to the podcast. Yeah, but I want to know who he is. No, but I'm not going to tell you now because there's sneers. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone I... listening to this knows the sneer shop was <laughs> almost opened, but it's fucking closed again. Oh, closed for business. Fucking sure it is. Don't you fucking... Yeah, fucking what? John we love Creedon. it. It's all sneers. John it's great. Back to the TV show. Forget about that now for a minute. Yes. I was... And I still have not got over Rebecca's oh, yeah. conversation wow. and contribution to the show. And I think that she should be brought out into secondary schools. And or put in a stamp or something. Or put like out for people I to see. And then get, like, an, get a roundabout named after her. Yeah. Or a, a council estate. Fuck off. Limerick. You know what? You'd there be thinking you've got Where's fucking problems. And you'd be at home. You'd be stressed and you'd be like. Jesus Christ, I've said 10 times this week, fuck me, I am a lucky person. I couldn't take I my eyes off her, my eyes off her face and her eyes. When she spoke about the shit and the stuff that went on, I was falling deeper and deeper into just trying to imagine how her fucking life has been. <gasps> because it was a tsunami, a tsunami of fucking... It was a fucking disaster after this, disaster. And, and she supports United. <laughs> 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 Can I ask you? She, she, you know, she won't be Sundeep I can't take anymore. I have Tommy, never. I was asking you. You do an hour or more, probably, of an interview, and then it's cut it down. But I was interested to know: Did you ask her about, like, you know, there's so much, you know, ze- is it xenophobia now about people and and. Maybe what age, like, you know, people are saying America, for instance, like they're trying to ban being, you know, a transgender now in parts of America and all of this. Like, are you fucking joking me? America, the place that's just Mm. the land of freedom. And now we've gone back to stuff that was okay in the 70s is now been frowned upon and trying Mm -hmm. to be used as a political fucking ball now. But, you know, they're saying, oh, a child at such such and such an age can't be transgendering and can't make decisions for themselves like that. I'm just interested to know because she said from the minute 
that she knew about herself, she knew she was never supposed to be a man. Mm-hmm. And she was never comfortable in her body. And she was never, And I'm just interested to know what she thinks or what she would think about kids now and age profiles that they should be doing this She's thing. She's not working on all of that, <clears throat> isn't she? Um, there, was, uh, there was a lady who transitioned on before, Frank, the boxing promoter. Yeah, Frank Maloney. So he had now transitioned and her name now, I can't remember. It might be Claire or something like that. But she said on the show that um, now she'd gone the full op as well. And mm-hmm. She had said that uh, you're probably better off waiting until you're of an age. In your teens, probably. Well, uh, teens, well, post maybe? 18, you know. Okay, um, right. So I think generally I was just speaking, so they'd be. fixated by her. I was unbelievable. Like, imagine you'd be there. Like, I know everyone's life is relative and your problems are relative to your own situation. But, like, fuck. I mean, Jesus, to be able to keep fucking getting back up and keep oh, getting listen, back up and keep the resilience. getting back up. And then the, the, what happened oh. in London and and then there was another thing and then another thing and then another oh. fucking sledgehammer. And how dare people fucking <clears throat> put other people down and think that they have fucking opinions on them and show, think that they know better for people like that. How brilliant did she look? And what age is that lady? Uh, Late 60s? Yeah, late six years, unbelievable. So, yeah. and, then, and she was full of personality <coughs> and crack too. Like, a development in her. Yeah, like oh, I still, I still do the old smoke and the cigarettes. And then she said, "You need a sense of humour." But fuck, it's got her. Through. So we were talking afterwards, and uh, she was. Uh, she mentioned that she worked as a prostitute uh, when she was in yeah. England, and we're having a laugh in the green room afterwards. And she says, "I'll give you one for free." <laughs> <laughs> she said to you. Just winding me up. Uh, brilliant. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You were asking me, I was I was drinking in Waterford uh, oh, yes. one of the nights and I, I had a few pints and I love this. I love the fact that I'm able to have a few pints with fellas that I used to go to school with. So right. this fella, my my friend Davey, and I would have been in school with Davey from 1976 until 1986. Only 10 years. Mm-hmm. So not, a, not, not like a... National or secondary? Both. 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 Also combined, of course, yeah. you wouldn't be that long. And um, unless, and of course... Unless it was a Mayo run school then. Yeah, you yeah, keep yeah, second, yeah. Keep them yeah. in primary school for the whole duration. That's correct. That's what I was getting so, me off, putting me off there. Um, but it was lovely. Mel pal of mine. That, that old you, male friendship. When did you see him last? The last time I was down that part of the world. I haven't seen him in a long, long time. Yeah. 
It's just that that nice thing of it's the gift of friendship. Who looked older? Oh sure, I mean I, he I sat to <laughs> <laughs> close finish. <coughs> um, did he go to the gig? Um, did not? No, no, you don't go to the gig. No, you don't go to the gig. You don't see you after the gig for a day. I've, I've heard all the time. Yeah, fuck's sake. He's not that funny. I went to school with him. Can I ask, did Davy have the same mannerisms okay. as he did in geography class okay. in first year? Did he laugh with that? Yeah, <laughs> totally. Total laugh. Isn't that funny that things uh, never never leave you? Did you feel like you were brought back, transformed back to We were talking about kids. people and girls and houses and parts and navin and... Then, we, then, we, then we'd, we'd a chat about our parents, how our parents were doing. Then we had a chat about how our children were doing. Then we had a chat about our friends who were in contact now from then are doing. And then we just started remembering people. And then, and then we just say a name, we just <laughs> say a name and we start laughing. Now I can't repeat the names because they're real people. And we, but it's the real people. <laughs> it would have been a name like, we're just sitting down with a pint and then he looks at me and he goes, Denise, and the dude just started laughing. <laughs> Because there's, so lo- there's a lovely girl from called Denise just, who's in our class. Oh, so she's a real name. Yeah, she, but she's she a real beautiful. person too. And we thought she was beautiful when she was 11. And, and is, here we are, 53, still thinking about her. And do you think she thought you were good looking? <laughs> like, is um, your fr- your me. pal there, what's his name, Davey? Davey. Is he good looking? Oh, yeah. oh good he looking was a good looking lad. All the men are good oh, He's a good looking lad. Would he be on your level of good what looking or more good looking than you? Oh, more good looking than us. Oh, well, then he's good looking. So did he have loads of girlfriends? Oh, any amount. Oh, full of her. Full of the shift above and diamonds. That's What's he joke. working at now? I can't tell you. <laughs> and <laughs> I, no isn't details. This, isn't this funny? Because about eight months ago on this podcast, we said, if I met somebody from my class, I'd just sit there and i go, well, I'm not going to say it to you. Well, who are you? <laughs> I'll tell you a lovely story now about uh, about growing older and friendships. So, uh, as I've said many times before in this podcast, my father and my father's family have a gift for friendship. Like, my father's gifted at it. He kind of... Um, and he take it seriously, drinking pints with the same men, same four fellas every Friday yeah. night for 30 years. That's nice. Fellas, I told you the story about carving his initials onto a tree in an island in Lochree and himself and the fellow that did it were both in their 70s. Do you know, just yeah, gifted. Lovely. But the uh, the older brother, the uncle is in London and the uncle has been in London now for 60 years. And the uncle lives right in the centre near Covent Garden mm. and uh, talks... Uh, every now and again about coming back but you know as he said to me one time Tom I don't think I could handle the excitement of waking up again again <laughs> so does he still have a pure like local oh accent? totally so he he lives in Covent Garden and uh, he kind of that's his arena he, there's loads of pubs there that he knows he says he's, he told me one time he says it's impossible for me to be depressed in London wow because he leaves the flat and he's surrounded by life and action. Turn left and turn right. you can see the yeah. other side. Yeah. Bright lights. Fuck, you see the other side of it, like. Sure. Oof, in sure. London. Sure, So he's, on the one hand, he's looking at people who have fallen between the cracks for the moment. And the other hand, then he's walking past the, yeah. at the opera house. Or he's going down to the coach and horses for a few pints. Mm. Anyway, so he, he was uh, talking to my father. And one of them is 83 and the other is 81. And there's a few younger ones then as well. But they'd be, they'd be good people for the chat. And uh, my uncle says to my father, he says, I was walking the other day. I took a walk from Leicester Square to the end of the Strand. Right. And this is so this is uh, the, the, the context of this was that. The, would you move back to Ireland? So the uncle says, I took a walk the other day from Leicester Square to the end of the Strand. And he said, and I knew 11 people. I said hello to 11 people. 
and eight of them were barmen. That's just a lovely old Irish. Great, he's yeah. he was doing well. But there's so. a man who's forged and who knows his parish <laughs> in, you know? in the heart of London. That's it. Eight of them were barmen. Yeah. Is, is this is this podcast going out on Thursday? Yeah. Yes. Well, I have to. People have been asking the heck to have you a tip. On For mo- what? On Monday morning, fifty-five thousand Irish men and women, women will and one woman, Jesus, should be busy. will leave for the pilgrimage <laughs> to Cheltenham. It starts next Tuesday. Oh yes, sector, yes. And I am giving it now, and I have to release this information because I met a lad. Last so when week. will this horse be raised? This or? horse runs next Friday. So for the listeners of this podcast. When 80,000 people are in Cheltenham on the Friday on St. Patrick's Day, the 17th of March, the JCB Triumph Hurdle, a grade one race over two miles and one furlong, will start at half past one. And there, the Roaring Water Syndicate have a horse called Blood Destiny. And it's improving hand over fist, getting faster Does by the day. Legs? Oh, by Jesus, it has. It's the five to two favourite for the JCB Triumph Hurdle for the Roaring Water Syndicate. Ridden by Paul Townsend, trained by Willie Mullins. It will come up the hill doing handstands and for the podcast listeners all over the globe. Now hang on, it's the price is five to two. Yes. The, what's the point in that? That's nah. Tommy, would you stop? What's the point in that? Because it's championship racing. Five to two. It's championship we, racing. We'll get it at five to two on Thursday. It'll, it'll be, be even money, <laughs> but take it now. But I'm just saying, so I, have, what, I have to f- give a five tip. Five to two to, is like two and a half to one. Yes. What's I'm taking it, Hector. You'll take that. Oh, put a good, put, oh, put oh, a good, put a good lash There you go. Will you be in New York? I will. And the phone I'll do my. I'll do my betting before I go. On the pub in New York. In order to be worth your while. Are you talking a minim- know, sure, mi- minimum of 100? I would be in Cheltenham if I wasn't in New York. Are you talking minimum, if it's worth your while, a minimum, a minimum of 100? Well, I don't know what people's budgets oh, put 50, are. And I'm not encouraging 50. them to put 100 on. I'm oh, just okay. saying, put everyone asks me for, That's right, yeah. for, for morning, moon and night, for the listeners out there, the Triumph Hurdle, Friday. Paddy's Day half past one. But Hector, that's not enough of a oh, price. All right, take it out. It's it's a price for me because Tommy, I've been you there. You do inches. No, Hector, when oh. you're over in Cheltenham, I've seen people walking out of Cheltenham after the first race, and they've had their money on a big horse, and it's lost, and they've done their dough. There's four days of race, and you can't back every race. You can't back a winner in every one. I'm trying to get you a winner. I think this will win. I'm told it'll win. It's a great story, Willie Mullins, and it's good to You're get You're told it'll win. What, what does that mean? I'm told by good... I, I met a lad who said to me, this will win the Triumph Hurdle. And then I met oh, another right. lad to confirm it by phone and he said, your information is right that that dad gave you. Can I ask you, many, many years ago, you we can used ask to be somebody in, won't answer it. We used to be in frequent contact with a man who operated under the name <laughs> The Nagmaster. The oh, na- yeah. <laughs> now, for those of you who don't remember, uh, we had a. Oh my God! There's I a blast from the past. We had a weekly uh, <laughs> pop music and chat show for and gambling. Let me finish. No let me finish. You were it was pop a, music yeah. and uh, from the eighties. Uh, pop music uh, from the eighties. And because me. it was our show, it was recession. Uh, Hector fucking crowbarred in. You wouldn't get oh it. Oh my God! I completely you wouldn't, forgot. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get it on, fucking, the, on racing TV. <laughs> fucking Cheltenham <laughs> FM out in the middle of the blue that's uh, that's Del Avitri and now on the line is the Nagmaster well it's a half on the far for right here's your three for the day lads so how is the Nagmaster I haven't heard from the Nagmaster in a while I heard he went lifting weights professionally and got very got a lot bigger and then I heard he got married and then I was at the wedding of the Nagmaster went to the wedding of the Nagmaster you were at the wedding I was at the Nagmaster I don't know if he said first he got, or he got I th- married I think he got married I, 
All I know is that it didn't work out oh, very quickly oh, right. after the marriage. Yeah? Oh, right, okay. just, I don't yeah. want to. Now, now Nandarusha feels bad for sneering <laughs> at <him>. Well, I'm <laughs> just going to say the level of sneer is high today. <laughs> you just never know. You can't sneer at everything, lads. That's all I'll say. Hector, I'll get you a few. Uh, I'll get you a few tips as well um, for coming into Cheltenham, but I'll just send them to you. I won't send them. Do you to have someone. access to wisdom when it comes yes. to horses? Yeah, just well, more owners than wisdom. I don't know. So you know owners? Yeah. And who do you know, Hector? I know stable boys. <laughs> stable boys sounds like something no, in the back the, of a nightclub. Maybe the right ones. I would know own. jockeys, and I'd jockeys. know jockeys. Jockeys, but yeah. jockeys have to be the worst ones in the world to get tips no. from. They fucking you see, and, 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 and stable people because they're working, they're the ones they're there. the ones working the horse. Like a horse will work this week. Say today, surely the trainer's the <clears> man to know. Yeah, but trainers are very coy. They keep it all. Yeah. Remember, these are all championship races. They're the best horses going to these races because they've qualified for these races. They're good enough to run in them. But on the, say today, the last day before Cheltenham, they might do their last piece of fast work in Bagnallstown and in Kilkenny and in Tipperary and all over the country. You have a horse there that has been primed to the an inch of their life with the well, the head, and then yeah. their skin is shining, yeah. and they're after working up the hill against a really, really good horse. And they'd be glad to get the week off work in Dublin as well, won't they? The horses. <laughs> <laughs> Or 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 from bringing the tourists around. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, trained to an inch of their lives. A few years ago, I got to go into the ring at the parade ring oh, at savage. the end. Oh, yeah. at, when the, is that where they call yeah. where they bring the horses? Yeah. Is that where the went? beloved bought you? No, <laughs> I bought me in there prancing around. It's, some, it's when, a, when well, an I, Irish, I got when in a, there. Guess who was like two people away from me was Alex Ferguson, yeah, and I was big, like big weak at my knees, going, "Oh my god, I'd big love to owner. go for and say hello to him." But then when, when a horse comes in the shoot after winning along by the crowd, sixty, seventy thousand at the main stance, and then turns in, and then the tricolour on the back, and they roar when that horse comes in. The appreciation of man and beast—it's an incredible sporting spectacle, and uh, I'd be buzzing for this next week. But good luck to all of them that are going over the. And we have tempted to go over. Yeah, how come you didn't uh, go? I can't just fit. I can't. I can't. I'd love to go over for a day or two. The days of me going over there for four or five days is just magnificent. The suit out every day oh it's just you know, but you know dapper, what kills me about Cheltenham I I, my eyes were bolt open when I got there it's like a little village like Belmullet or smaller it's a bit posher than Belmullet it's not posher than Belmullet excuse me they fucking open restaurants in their kitchens parts for Cheltenham Chel- have you oh, been no, to the bloody restaurant there are streets in Cheltenham that have some of the finest houses in England there is, is a, like an aristocratic wealth yes. an old I know there English is, but there's wealth. an element of and like blah. and it's the same in Ascot oh, no, it's a beautiful that's, town. Well. that's a bad spot too Ascot <laughs> have you been to Ascot <laughs> and Ascot like the pure poshest of poshest races and then you go down to the village of the town, the middle of the town, and it's like, ew, your handbag's going to be Swinford, stolen. There's people with tags on their feet and everything on their ankles. It's not half as fancy as it looks on the television for Ascot. You're a hard woman to please, Larita. Larita. Well, I'm just saying, I've got like I've got high standards Larita. being from Mayo. Yeah, it's very... not like Ballinrobe on a beautiful summer. Exactly, oh, Ballinrobe. You go down to Ballinrobe racecourse. Be really nice. After All I can tell you is that blood destiny. I know a lad who knows a lad who knows a lad who knows a lad, and they told me it's improving hand over fist. I'm going to need to say that again. An awful line. Friday one thirty. Friday one thirty. The JCB Triumph Hurdle two miles and one a Grade One blood destiny. Shout him home. See, I don't think those odds are big enough to. You have to your gamble. Like you had your mechanism, your system. Totally. And I'll, maybe, will I try it again? To make, so it's, I've tried it twice, it's worked twice. Okay, so let we'll me work it out because again. I can't, I never really understood I'll take it. a five to do winner any day, Chelsea. So we've got, we've got, say, the Gold Cup. What day is that on? Friday? Yeah, but you have an odds on favourite. Bad race to choose. 
Okay, so we've a race with uh, 12 horses. In yes, it. yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And 13 oh, is a non runner. Right, so we've got 12 horses yeah. in the race. Okay, so how do we work it out? You don't, it doesn't work over one race. Oh, for fuck's sake. It works over Okay, so there's five races. No, no, it has to be 10. Ah, fuck off. That's why I did it. I did twice with 10 No, race. I couldn't be bothered. But, but, but I wouldn't can't, be not 10 races in one I day. I wouldn't be putting that no, much money on No, but what you have is ten, yeah, four eight. Eight. We can't be always talking over each other. No. So, it's 10, you go into a bookies, 10 races. You get 10 races in the space of two hours, maybe two and a quarter hours on the telly. Mm. So you say, okay, say between one and three or between two and four, that's your time. You pick 10 races. Right. Okay. You pick races that have a minimum of 10 runners in them. Okay. And you back the horse that's nearest to 10 to 1. So what you're doing is you're having 10 bets on 10 horses who are in a field of 10 and who are priced at 10 to 1. And it works. There is something strange in the numbers of it. Statistical, uh, yes. It could be it some works. mathematical. Well, racing is all about stats. And stats. Yeah, but that's... And if it doesn't... It does work, but you also get huge value for your money because the ten. horse that comes uh, in a 10 horse race, the horse that's backed at 10 to 1, you know, every now and again he comes last, every now and again he comes first, but he'll more often than not be somewhere between second and fifth. Mm -hmm. Right, okay. So you're going to so get each so you have value you for your money. No, 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 you're back to win. Okay. I'll, do it, I'll do it again now. I, I, now. I, I, the think, I think is... the Cheltenham thing, sorry, Rita, the Cheltenham thing, it's, it's high grade one racing. There are, it's serious competitiveness. It's just really hard to get a winner at Cheltenham. I know from being there, it's just, it's not your normal race meeting and it's not your normal track. And this week's podcast uh, goes to... What do you mean this week's podcast goes, goes to, to? What do you mean? This week, the nomination back in and the nominations for the name of this week's podcast, uh, we are going to give it to Spartak Nocto. The boys that won the quiz the other night, Mark Rowan and his team that won the Clare Galway quiz, came up with a great name out of 52 tables. Spartak Nocto. It's the prize. You did you give them a prize? Destined for a job on Galway Bay FM. The battle, the battle. Director, did you say to them that the prize, if they won, the comp if they won... Uh, they're going to get nominated and they're going to win This it. is a, so he, get, he gets no, the number one spot prize at the table quiz. <clears> these are the overall, get the these name are the overall winners. Spartak Nocto. Brilliant. Thank you. Shine. Shine Awards. Shine Gajir. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for listening and good luck. the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.